Greetings. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres. I'm your host. Our special guest is Susie B. from Great Britain. Susie is a single mom of three boys. Her second son is autistic and nonverbal. After years of recreational use, Susie did a deep dive into the cannabis plant, where she specifically researched CBD. This led Susie to finding some products where CBD was put into patches. And this mechanism of delivery has been life-changing for her son and her family, who was her second son, that is, and her family as a whole. And that was critical as he was unable to take oral medications. So the patches were proved to be life-changing for him and hers and Susie's family. Susie is now the founder of Susie's Hemp in Great Britain. So all the way from Chester, England, in the Great Britain, United Kingdom, Susie B, how are you doing? I'm good, and you? I'm very good. Thank you for being here. And, you know, the patches, I want to ask you, so we got a little bit of, we got, I got a little, we got a little bit of what brought you to this point, but help us fill in the details about how you got to where you are now as the founder of Susie's Hemp out of Great Britain. <laughs> well, um, it's uh, quite a personal story. I have three boys, as you know, um, and my middle son was born at 27 weeks. Um, I was born with quite a few complications, was in hospital for quite some time, um, brought him home, and, and we realised that something was going on with him. Um, he was diagnosed with autism at two and a half years old. Um, and ADHD, um, and, and so also with a, a, um, a hearing problems, it's called neuro, uh, audio neuropathy. Um, it's quite a new thing, it's not really well known, but a majority of these people don't uh, develop speech. Mm. Um, so my son has autism, but also this audio neuropathy and ADHD. So the whole three of those um, issues that he has create this very complex way of seeing the world. Um, and obviously we have challenging behaviors that go with that, which I have to manage for him. He is nonverbal and he's 12 years old. So uh, as a result of that, that's just a, 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 the sort of starting point of it. But on a, my own sort of side of things, um, I was uh, introduced to cannabis in my twenties, um, sort of carried on with it socially, recreationally, uh, enjoyed a smoke, you know, having a joint with friends and that, sort of went through all of that and can continue to sort of enjoy that sort of way of living and life um, all the way through. I mean, I'm 50 now. Um, and it was only when I'm autistic and I was diagnosed with autism at the age of 40, um, and that sort of led me to think, well, why do I like it? Why does it work for me? Um, so I kind of sort of looked into the cannabis plant um, and what it really did because of the stigma. Um, and being a lone single parent on my own with these three boys, hiding the fact that I like to have a bit of marijuana caused me a lot of stress. It worried me. You know, I didn't. I, I didn't want people to think. And over Negatively. here, you know, people, yeah, you want people to think you're a bad mom. Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, but over the last 10 years, I have been, uh, I've been on my own with my son, with my three boys. I was working full time. I'm what you call what a productive stoner. So I wanted to change attitudes around me. And I've, I've slowly built a little bit of a community around me with people and people got to know me and changed their attitudes. To which then I kind of followed it further and ventured out into social media and created an account to try and find other people like me. Um, and I was very surprised I started that a few years ago um, and then kind of sort of researched, looked into it more um, and just kind of spiraled from there. And I was absolutely blown away through what I learned from getting myself into the cannabis industry and saying, look, this is me, Susie B. I'm from England and this is what I do. If you're going to bang me up, do it now. OK, but part of me, a huge part of me wanted to create a big reaction with um, what we have like social services over here that help out with special needs. We don't have any support. Now, I know that I'm a very good mum. I don't have a criminal record. I've held a job down. I own my own home. I've brought up three children on my own. I have three young, remarkable men. And I've done that by myself. So I have an app. So if someone's come in and trying to arrest me, they'll have to accommodate my son. And I kind of got to that point because I was on my own with him, rocking in a corner, because looking after a child like Lucas, like my son, on your own, 24-7, who's non-verbal, who ticks constantly, who, who controls you, and you have to stimulate and, and find the resources, and face a very, it's, it's hard going. Uh, but I did it, um, but people were starting to point the finger at me because she's a cannabis user and we can't give her the help she needs for her, to, you know, now sort of reaching out for it. Um, so, so you, I'm sorry, go I, ahead. Sorry? Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry, Susie. Well, it's just, as a result of his behaviours, I then looked into trying to find something to help my son to manage his behaviours and so forth. So I was then given prescription pills, which um, destroyed him. And he was given three lots of these different types. And he went through years of this. And I just gave up in the end. So I kind of thought, like, this works for me. THC and CBD and all these things that work for me. So I so, so and then I thought oh my god so and then it was like well I can't give it to him I tried to put it in his mouth and I tried to put it in a hot drink he won't eat anything that's not crunchy or square or being in the microwave and it's scalding hot he will not tolerate a drop of oil in his mouth wow. ever never ever in a million years so I, and it was only through an opportunity that arose and I believe in fate massively and a guy got in touch with me over LinkedIn you know you put yourself out there you make yourself transparent to people um, and got in touch with me and through that CBD patches were developed. That's cool. And I was just overwhelmed by this opportunity to be able to give my son something that was so easy and stick it on his arm when he's asleep and just go and just give him the, the best that I could give him in my own belief of what the cannabinoids can give to our cannabinoid system, our endocannabinoid system in us. I mean, it, it's crystal clear the benefits that it does. And, and with autism, the nub of autism is anxiety. And if you tackle that area, then you've tackled a colossal part of the condition of autism. 
because all the behaviours, all of the manifesting, all of the routines and everything all comes down to managing that. <laughs> because they're in this world, they don't understand. <laughs> it's crazy. So through that journey, I've seen a huge um, change in my son to the point of religiously every day, I will apply a CBD patch and I want to make other people aware of this because I, as an autism mum, thought I knew everything about everything that comes to autism. I've worked in that field. I worked for a charity, you know, looking after. And CBD just wasn't because it was, shh, don't talk about it. We do not talk about it. And that was a very hard, and it still is pushing through that stigma. But I'll get there because, you know, of the benefits that it that it that the that it, it can give you that it you know that we believe that it can give you we can't claim it to be a medicine you definitely hit that point already where you ran up against you ran up against what are people going to think of this because it's helpful and i believe that this is here to help and not be demonized and that's a pretty big point. I mean, that's a pretty big point in people's lives. Like when you, when you step out and you're stepping out of people, you can call it your comfort zone or whatever. But what you're really saying is this, is this is the message that I have. That's a pretty big point. And I think, I mean, you're already doing pretty cool stuff, Susie. I think, I think it's only going to get better. I do. I want to ask you about, I want to ask you about um, the medications. Did your, so how did your son respond to the CBD? Did it, did it go well? With the patches? Um, he, well, I mean, it's a very, um, see, the one thing you have to always remember with CBD, you have to be cons it's consistent to be, you have to apply it every single day. You know, it's like, or, you know, keeping your levels topped up constantly. Okay. Uh, so ever since I've applied those patches onto my son who's gained weight, he eats me out the house and um, he's happy, he's relaxed, he's got a bounce in his water, he engages with me. Amen. It's even huge attempts. He's even been he's been nodding and going, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, he's never even attempted that before. I'm not alluding anything here, but I'm seeing this happen. I can't step out of here and, and when I see this happen, I've seen my son really, you know, to see his son, you know, become ill in front of your eyes and you're trying to hurt you. It's, soul destroying and you're there all day trying to give them a piece and you won't even have a piece of toast because these meds that they give you are, are for people with bulimia believe it or not to suppress mm. that right it has that ingredient in there yeah but giving that to my son who's seven so he just wouldn't and it was so important that he ate because if you don't eat your mental health is affected so much so i was like what this is just pathetic i'm giving him this tablet struggling in the end he threw them away because he, he threw just them away himself threw them away himself and put them down this thing and i was like right forget it because it's quite difficult to get them in his mouth you have to put oh. them into oh the whole thing was just awful but now he goes to sleep i mean he looks at them and he gets takes them off in the morning and it's like you know and he just i mean lies in his bed Two years ago, been banging that door and just. It's life changing. And that's, that's, that's the part, that's the part where the impact I think is felt the most is like when your daily life goes from being more of a struggle with somebody in your own family to being enjoyable, where you're like, this is better. 
and it's because of a plant, like the, the use of a plant, I think that's critical. And, that, and that's, that's a big reason why I do this podcast also. I do it because I think there's been a lot of abuses done in the name of Christ. And I think there's a lot of abuses been done in the name of cannabis as well. And because I'm a Christian and I believe in creationism, I, I have to believe that that plant was made on purpose for us to use. And when you get to that point and it's like, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely a little scary because you're putting yourself out there and rejection always sucks, whether, but you know, you can't, but here's the thing, you, you can't, you can never make everybody happy ever, ever, no. but rejection always sucks. And, and, you know, yeah. how we handle rejection can sting or we cannot let it sting. And the, the avenues for all that stuff with social media and technology have just been, you know, exponential. So it's uh it is a little bit of a weird place being in like the uh the social media world the 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 world of all these different platforms and saying hey i've been through it i'm not a beginner and this stuff helps and i find it really inspiring because for for parents with kids but also for my own mom my mom has a lot of health issues and she didn't want to use any of it really she didn't want to use any of the cbd stuff or anything until it was to a point where it's kind of like look things are not getting better you should give this a try and there's another woman i interviewed who had a a daughter she cared for as a she suffered from an iatrogenic brain injury and that just raising kids without any illnesses or injuries is hard but then when you put those things on top of it and it's your child and there's nonverbal, no, no words coming back. That's extremely hard on some parents. And that's why I'm saying it's like you went through it, Susie, and here you are. You didn't fall apart. You've actually founded a company. And it's, absolutely. But it's not it's not effectively about me. I mean, of course, I tend to my own need because I cannabis is an integral part of my life. I have to adopt this attitude with my, my, my family. If I'm nurturing myself, that, that application applies to my children. They come from me. They are a carbon copy of me. Now, my oldest son didn't require it. He, he, he's, he's fine. He drives around his car daily. He's got a girlfriend and does whatever. My youngest son, we don't know yet. We have worries that he doesn't require it either but my middle son because of the what he requires it you know and I do we're both very autistic and it's about getting that message across to the neurodiversity community as well because there's a lot of because they're kind of stuck in like what else you either offered antidepressants which doesn't work with the pills that they give you I've tried that as well and messed my mind up it's, I'm very very scared to try prescription pills and unfortunately a lot of people will put their trust into somebody a GP that doesn't really that knows a lot about pills and you get a big booklet of side effects but that's not for me to say I'm not here to, to all I'm here to say is that I know that there's an alternative and it's my I advocate and I try and advocate positively the plant to make people aware of the benefits of the of, of the possible benefits of this it grows from the ground <laughs> exactly exactly and, and you know 
sorry, go ahead, Susie. If I find it, you know, in the United States, they advertise prescription drugs on television and just like they go direct to the consumer with these things, right? They're, they're whatever the pill is. And at the end, they'll go over at the end of that ad, they'll go over at the advert at a advertisement. They'll do like a quick little rundown of some side effects. And one of the crazy things I've always found about I don't, I can't say all because I haven't, I don't know about all of them, but many of them that are advertised is that they'll say that this pill is to fight anxiety or depression, but then they'll turn around and say, but if you experience suicidal thoughts, contact your doctor. And that's where it's like, wow, that's what, that's the, that is what the pill is supposed to be combating, but it may actually induce that, which it is trying to prevent. And that's where it's a little weird to me. It's beyond weird. It's kind of like, and then, you know, doctors go through a lot of training. They really go through a lot of training, years and years of training, costs a lot of money. And I'm not against doctors. I'm against the demonization of cannabis. That's basically it. So I know doctors try to help, but when they're limited on what they can use and have to fit into some type of prescribed protocol that obviously has negative effects on kids and people when you put them on these pills. You got to wonder, it's like, is that really what they're, you know, not all these doctors are really wanting to help. Some of them just want to make some money. And, and that's the crazy thing about this life is that, and I know it's not about you, but, but had you not persevered, Susie, had you not persevered, we probably wouldn't be talking right now. Right. So that's, that's, I was just saying, Hey, you're, you're, you, you made it through some really hard times. And here you are, and you turn that stuff into opportunities that you took advantage of. And, and the, the cool thing is that your quality of life and your, your son's life and your family's life has gotten better. I know. It's, I mean, great I know. To, it's great to live in a house with more peace than strife, right? Yeah. And there are definitely, right? Well, I have to attend to my own mental health as well. I have, this is what I don't want to be conformed by anybody. I think being from, and realizing again at the age of 40 that was autistic you know I wore masks for my life so I followed conformity for so long you know even to the point where I sit in a GP's office and say look you know and let them give me that and they I did once take antidepressants for a month in my 30s and it I was on my bed rocking wanting to kill myself I don't ever want to kill myself I'm a very positive person I value the life Life is pressure, you know. Amen. I agree. And, and but I was just—I'd lost my 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 partner who with my my very first son. You know, he I, he died very suddenly, and I found him. So you know, my mental health was, and I had to raise a young baby. So you know, I was going through a lot. That like, it's yeah. I think the grief kind of just hit me, um, and I just went oh, and the doctor gave me these tablets, and I was like on them for four weeks now never and, and that that scared me scared me so much and I, but I knew I had to do something because afterwards and I blamed the cannabis as well which is really bizarre but I, was, I did have a few seizures but I was also drinking alcohol as well and taking uh headache tablets and things you know and so I and I was having these seizures um because I was just getting overwhelmed and not sort of maintaining my own health I've seen to my two young boys so my life that 
where I'd attend to my own sort of needs had gone. So my autism just prevalated itself and I suffered and I had quite a big seizure a few years ago and I had to attend to my health. Now, and I, the alcohol went, everything went, you know, I was only, I was only a little drink, but, you know, the two don't really. And I made that choice to stay with the plant. And that's what led me to, and two, that's probably two and a half years been seizure free. Amen. But I, cool. I, I wear hearing aids as well, you see, and and being autistic, I go into a, a store and with these microphones in my ear, effectively, ah. and it's enhancing that. And my anxiety is going to overload unbeknown to me I, I would think what is this but I was just getting panicky you know it's like oh but now I know so I won't go to the bloody shop I'll shop online take the stress away <laughs> and can you can people can people buy your stuff online too I'm just built that probably and building the website because it just kind of grew and grew yeah uh, so my I will have a website I, I, I do my I don't my CBD patches are through me, but I also collaborate with a lot of other people in the cannabis industry as well. Uh, through my journey over the last few years, I'm mixing with people and wanting to find people with it within that community. So there's a lot of this promotional stuff on there. And you also do oils from um, Matt Spore and Canaway. So they come in. So if anybody wants oils as well, so I want to provide a platform that somebody can go into that's curious about cannabis. So I got a question for you. What's the website's name? Before we move on to the next question, what's the website's name? Susie'shemp.co.uk. Susie's Hemp, S-U-S-I-E-S-H-E-M-P dot C-O dot U-K. U-K. All right. There you go. Very cool. I think the patches are great because I think, I mean, <clears throat> I know... I know kids that that can't swallow anything. Like like you try to give them a medicine and they're just it's it's not happening unless it's a traumatic event. And then it's like, was it worth it? Was it worth it? You you're hoping and praying that this that this whatever it is you like a whether it's a cream or a tablet or whatever. And that sucks. I mean, that really sucks. Where it's like, I hope that what all this trauma of getting this into this per, this boy or this girl's mouth was worth it. And then when you find out that hopefully it is, you know, if it is, that's great in the right direction. And I don't mean like comatose, I mean like actual quality of life improvement. Or if it's not, then it's kind of like, where do you go from here? And it's pretty, I, I, my hats off to you, Susie, because it's, it's amazing. I'm always inspired when I hear these stories. I am, I can't help it. So now I got to ask you this, Susie, did you grow up with a religion or a worldview or how did you grow up? Did you grow up with believing in a God or what did you grow up with in terms of worldview religion? My father was a big influence on me. He was an atheist, but he was autistic as well. So he never knew where he stood. So it was something different because I think, again, it was down to, but I think if you said sort of bulk of it, we all kind of, and I think we all do live within the Christianity value. Um, I think it's uh, it's um, the natural way of life. You know, there's too many, uh, there's too many religions around the place. My father would say, oh, one week could be this, and one week could be that. So I kind of grew up with sort of seeing lots of different attitudes and decided very young that I wouldn't be influenced by anything. I have a lot of friends who are in, that have asked me to go to church and things like that. I kind of used to believe that God needs to sit in a cloud and... But as a child, my imagination used to go wild. I believe I thank daily 
for I am forever grateful. Um, and I know these are all Christianity values. Um, so, but I think it's a very safe grounding to be on as well. I don't like to follow anything because I hate to be controlled by anything or any form of conformity because I think we have to, everybody is an individual. We all have our own way of thinking and nobody can step into somebody else's mind. And that's where I think in everything, in absolutely everything. In, and I think we have to adopt that kind of attitude to life because we get so much taken off us by conformity, by control, by, you know, even just down to our jobs and things, you know, the children at school, curriculum, everything is all controlled by, and it's like, who's to say why? My children are really, right? We've lost nature. We've lost the reality of a life. We've all con got consumed into this materialism and I'm out of there out of there and and being from being in the, the situation that I've had for the last five years 10 years having to give up work to look after my son um, I've gone from sort of Richard to rags so to speak um, I'm sorry the last one uh, from Richard to rags you know oh, okay I'm working to get to not having financially being you know secure and being able to because um of the difficulties here and um it's just yeah it yeah <laughs> it's a on. lot it's a lot it's a lot it's definitely a lot and I, I, I do I, it's, I'm very passionate about that and I think we have to try and get that across to people because and since the COVID has dropped I think it's a perfect opportunity to try and evolve um, and certainly this industry at the moment is CBD industry we have to get that out to people and educate people in whatever way we can um, because if you don't, people are just going to go, what? So people have to know about, if somebody comes to me, oh, see, just go and Google the NGO cannabinoid system. The answers are there for you. I don't have to tell you anything. We have, and once you know about that, it's like learning about your heart, your brain, your, your liver, you know, yeah. your kidney. You know, it's, a, it's a, a part of your physical sense, and it's very important that it's attended to. Um, and that comes back to the whole naturality of life. I'm very spiritual and very like to keep my feet on the ground. Don't want to be influenced by anybody. And that comes down to religion as well. But morally, you know, I like to follow, you know, the right. I like to treat people how I want to be treated. You know, you go around and, and all those things that that lead you to be at the, the, you know, to be occupying this earth. As a, as a citizen and be grateful daily for what you've got you know that's, that's just how I live there's a lot you said in that Susie <laughs> there's a lot and I'm like oh I don't want to interrupt but man I want to ask you about that <laughs> so it, it's I think having to, I'm losing somebody I did lose somebody I loved when I was 27 which is my oldest uh, son's father and we were very much in love um, he just dropped dead just dropped dead on me. Wow. But that shaped and influenced my way of thinking from a very young age. So I was kind of thrown into this world of reality very quickly with a young baby as well. I'd come from being this young girl to suddenly being a woman on my own with this young baby. No one, you know? So you have to tap into other things and find things that, that help your mental health. 
No, it's critical. It's critical. So do you believe in a, do you believe in a a God or I I, I get the value part. I understand that. I heard that, but I was just curious if you, if you grew up with a religion in your household, like your parents or where you're the home you lived in. No, no, we were very open. Like I said, my father, he, he was a very stuffy, he's autistic. He had, he, he had sort of very eccentric moments. So he, um, so it's a very mixed, so I think that's why, because, and he would be very influenced and then become um, sort of a bit hyper fixated with it and that again, with your, so I, I think that's why I kind of stepped out of there, didn't want to be influenced by it because my father would allow these things to influence him and then he'd just be, and then he'd be Got it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't really even cover, and it's like the Bible as well. You know, when it comes down to things like, and people say, you know, religious things. That that's what I'm like. I don't know. I just want to keep my. I don't want to be influenced by anything because I feel my brain is secure enough. I like I learn from people, and I don't. I don't. Of course, I'm influenced. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I kind of claim that to be sort of alert. You know, I, I'm a bit. You have to be very strong in your own person and uh, religion. When you ask me that question, though, you know, and something good happened that day, I said, thank you. But am I thanking my family that I think are in heaven? Nobody knows. This is what I say. I've not died, so I don't know where I'm going to go. <laughs> That's a good I, question. It's so, okay. So, all right. <laughs> so, why? You know, I don't how can somebody say what, what's going I find it really difficult when we come down to it, but I do then but then I'll I'll completely in another uh, breath stand and say thank you Lord you know or when I'm a Lord uh, give me strength or you know things like that but is that conformity or is that a belief of mine I don't know you know sometimes I think <clears throat> I think sometimes we mix it up too much and we associate a building with a denomination inside that building and people inside that building running it and yes <laughs> that's that's not like a building is is not a sacred building really there's nothing about that building that's sacred and and the thing that a major difference between the, the old covenant and the new covenant of christianity is that your body is now the temple of god your body and that changes everything. It makes it completely personal, right? And that's where, that's what I'm picking up is that, because I, I definitely understand. <clears throat> and I've seen it and I've lived through it and I still see it from some denominations and some pastors and stuff and teachers where it does kind of come down to where it's kind of like, do what I'm telling you to do. And there's not much of a personal relationship in that when really it's all about personal relationship. And that is the amazing thing that, that I think too many people and too many denominations mess up. And because I'm hearing, it's like, wow, Susie's actually talking about a personal relationship with her maker. And the thing that we, but it's like all these other thoughts of like, that have come from the pulpit or from wherever, from this book or that book or something is like, well, can you do this? It starts trying to like narrow, like really run a philosophy job on it. And sometimes that can be beneficial. And sometimes it's just more of the same negative, cynical type of thought. Right. And that's, that's, 
that's what I think a lot of people are running into because they're they're running into the Sunday the Sunday routine where they're they're like okay I get it let's get them in let's get them caffeinated let's get them to their seats give them the message ask for the offering and slide them on out so that way we can get the next one in and that's unfortunate because the personal relationship in it is gone and a lot of it is is systematic it's a template it's a format and there's nothing much personal about it but the personal is where it's really at and i think that the pandemic has definitely caused people to look more inward probably in than for a longer amount of time than they ever may ever have in their life and and that's why when i say you persevered through all this you're persevering through it I can't imagine what it'd be like if one of my kids couldn't speak to me. I mean, that would be really hard, Susie. That's a hard thing. That's a lot of, that's a lot of pain. I mean, and then when you hear him just scream, yeah, you're like, I get, you know, it's like, yeah, I get it. It's like, that's a joyous moment because they're using their voice and they're trying to communicate with you with their voice. Right. And that's where it's like, wow. And so when you said that part of the story, it's like, Wow, that's a big breakthrough. That's a huge breakthrough. And it's nothing. And like I said, I'm not against doctors. I'm not against pills, but sometimes they can be wrong. That's what, that's the problem with some of these docs and some of these pills is that, is that they're being sold or they're, the way they're being presented is they're infallible. This is the only way. And that's just not true. That's just not true. So to kind of step in and, and take that stance a little bit exactly. in order to 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 to, to try and maneuver the the process for the availability for these um people you know it, it's absolute madness absolute madness well you're doing it you're doing it Susie you are doing it well we'll, we'll just have to see I mean it, it, I mean it, it, it's not only just about that there either. I mean, one of my clients, and I really do have to sort of put this to cross. I mean, I don't, and I don't like to proclaim anything, um, but it's just all about. And she sent me a text. I mean, I must text her today actually. But she was a lady that um, had neurological seizures. Mm-hmm. Um, I had cannabis off the NHS over here, and due to the Brexit, um, it was stopped. Now this lady, she's in her sixties. You know. She, highly immobile needs you know quite a lot of help um and was was reaching out for help um unfortunately one of the carers had talked to her about cbd and, and she was absolutely yes let me try it and got in touch with me um and you know it's it, it you know she bought some products moil off me and she just absolutely blown away how much it's helped her with her seizures you know I am <laughs> it's a learning curve for me as well you see and this is what we always have to make sure that that other people are aware of you know CBD is not a medicine you know CBD works differently for so many people but it's all about the it's all about the health the benefits of the actual plant you know how it can be adjusted for these people there's so many other cannabinoids in this plant you've got thc it just goes on forever and we just like you say you know if we carry on with the attitude that we have before we're just going to carry on with the stigma we're not going to get anywhere when the potential is there to help so many people amen 
like you have to make yourself transparent and that's the hard part to, certainly in this industry and in in a woman in my position who's got to go make tea and chicken nuggets and all those things to try and get this out to people and educate people and and, and have the service available for them to tap into um and create that uh, I've done that. And I, you got a mission, Sue. That's a mission. That's, I mean, that's, that's and it's kind of grown and grown and grown, and that, and that's only because people are beginning to realise, you know, people are understanding and opening their eyes to the advantages of this, um, and the cannabis industry is growing, um, and people are becoming more. You've got there's lots of children over here, you know, accessing medicinal cannabis, and it's all. You know, two years ago, you've never seen that in the local paper. We are now. It's been exploited everywhere, and it's not being taken off social media and stuff. You know, they had this. So things are moving, and people are more accepting of it. You see, um, and that's that's the clause of where we need to just try and get in there and show these people. Um, because I'm blown. I'm learning every day with it. I mean, that's an example. That's not. It's not just about the autism. You know, that's my personal story. There's thousands and thousands, there's millions of personal stories out there. That's cool, Susie. That's very cool. That's very cool because it's like, wow. Just, I mean, when you said just two years ago, <clears throat> you're right. It's like, we're living in unique times, right? Yeah. And there's been a lot of people who, who have wanted this stuff but couldn't use it. And there's a lot of people that are like, you know, impacted by the indoctrination of its demonization. And then they're just wanting to stay away from it. But just like you said, it is coming and it's coming in bigger, bigger steps around the world. Yeah. And that you're alive at the right time, Susie. And so am I. <laughs> okay. So we kind of alluded to this next question. Okay. But do you think that life this universe and all the life in it is the result of a series of accidents or is there an intelligent designer behind it? What do you think, Susie? Well, I, I believe in evolution and all those things. I think people are just wiped off the earth. Um, okay. Like a tornado or I believe in uh, the natural movements of the world. I think you can't, I think there's a lot of people that have interfered with it, unfortunately, we're suffering with the consequences of it. Um, yeah, it's, um, people are trying to control it. People forget we are a planet. Yeah, <laughs> we, are, that changes. We, are, we are a race uh, of an animal, so to speak, you know, we, we, nobody really, really knows where we came from either. Do they? People really, really, really. And that's, this no, is no, no. I was gonna you look out there. You've got all the space. Yeah. You know, a ball in the middle of a universe. In reality, we could blow up any second. So, do you think that there was evolution by accident or evolution by design? Um, no, it's um, when you say accident or design, I mean, like like some like there's some. Uh, some folks would say that, yep, like this whole, this life, this universe, it's just a series of accidents and it's, and it's meaningless. There's really no point to it. It's just, it's here and it's very complex and there's purpose and all these different functions of, of our own bodies, our minds, our hearts. 
everything, but it all means nothing because it's just an accident. Or, or is there a deeper meaning to it? Because maybe somebody intelligently designed this universe. Oh, I know. I know it. I know it. But these are the things we think about. We really do. We just don't talk about it with too many people because of weird reasons. What drives people insane? When they can't find the answers, and I think people are always looking for oh, Now, that's an interesting thing you just said right there. When they can't find the answers. That's interesting because here's the thing. Can you say 100% boom, boom, evidentially, left, right, whatever you want to say? I've said no, but that's why they argue. <laughs> but eventually, we're going to believe something. Eventually, we're going to put our belief in something and... You don't have, I can tell you don't want to answer the question because you may, I mean, I mean, do you want to answer the question, Susie? What do you think? Intelligent design or accident? You can, uh, you, you can take a, I'll take a rain check. If you want to come back and give an answer later on, we can definitely do a, a second episode for sure. It's not, it's because I, it, 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 I've always been like, I have problems with everybody because I don't sort of try to think too much because of trying to remain in the present moment. Um, when you realize how precious life is, like, so I don't waste my time thinking about all those things because I'm wasting time worrying and, and trying to do so. I just maintain who I am in this world of surviving. Um, you know, my family around me, I don't, I'm not influenced by politics, I'm not influenced by like, say, religion and things, but however, I do believe in this the spiritual movement of the universe and where we are and and you know we are mere creatures really but we just we're very very intelligent creatures that has evolved into what we are today but going very very fast with technology and things so back to the cbd you know two years ago you wouldn't be you know people think we don't know the future you know, we don't know what's getting the COVID. Nobody would have anticipated that to have happened. And it happened. And it's nobody anticipated you walking around with masks. That's never going to happen. We've all been, everybody is, you know, it's what's going on. There's a lot of, so, and I think people have a lot of changed opinions now coming through that and losing a lot of trust in what our beliefs are and so forth. Um. There's a lot of natural influences on this planet, but there's a lot being controlled by us as well. All right, Susie. All right. <laughs> well, we might have to come back and do it again later. Maybe. I'll do that again later. But it was good. It was really good. So you got something coming up. Um, I think you said you got something coming up in the near future, right? Uh, it's to promote my CBD patches. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, and that was uh, an opportunity that was given to me um and they kind of sort of saw the personal story behind it because cbd patches aren't that um sort of widely known here um you know i'm not sure if i've seen they may have offered me patches at the dispensary or not i'm not gonna i'm not sure i gotta check on that actually because when i, I when when i saw the patches on yours i was like you know that might be something my mother could use actually because my mother you know she tried the the edibles and it didn't really work for her she's not a smoker but she she tried a couple CBD cigarettes and and it wasn't like a silver bullet type of uh, reaction, but it helped and that was undeniable. It, it is undeniable that it helped. Um, she's got some serious pain from horrific back surgeries that didn't that went really wrong. Um, but uh, 
the patches is really interesting because right. there's got to like what kind of time frame does it take from when you apply it to when somebody could potentially begin to to feel the impacts of it? And it well, they say, I mean, but when you everybody has a different uh, yeah, dose roughly, roughly size and, and anything from sort of three to six hours, and you keep them on for twenty four hours. Okay. Slow delivery, and it goes. That's what, yeah. Yes, it goes through the aqueous layer, and they're, they're water soluble, so. They're the 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 fastest uh, the the highest absorption rate because of the delivery process that it has to get into your skin and into your into your body. Yeah. When you take an oil, it goes through the sublingual effect, and it goes to like a first pass effect. Um. So it can take a a a, a little bit longer to to get into your system. Um. Or do, if like then you vape it. It, you have to continuously bait because it le- it goes in as quickly as it goes out. Uh, patches, it's a 24-hour slow delivery. Um, I mean, I've got one on now. Uh, I mean, I can't even see it. Yeah, there. So I just, and I put one on for my son on his back. and But he can we take it off when he gets on it up in the morning. Uh, so I just give him a stronger one. Um, so it's the delivery time. So by the time he gets up in the morning, he's had a good sort of dose of it. It's yeah. the best thing to do for him. Uh, if he was to sleep for 24 hours, it'd be perfect. But there's lots of people that can keep it on your skin for uh, 24 hours. Uh, but some may not. You know, it's not for everybody. Some people have quite delicate skin. So, you yeah. know, but, but so you can use topicals. Um, topical creams are another great way of applying CBD. I mean, I've got CBD cream here and I've got problems with my elbows. Um, that's my son yanking my arm when we go out. <laughs> it's also put the CBD cream on my elbow just for that. And it, I don't use anything else, you know? That's great. But, it, okay. it, but the patch- it, 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 it works, it works. So, and, and the lady that, that I sell it to, she just loves it. I mean, she, uh, she sends me a message and I'm like, this is why I do what I do. And that's cool. And you know, this, this is what I was trying to get at earlier. It's like when people line up their, their, what they believe is their calling in life with action, it's, it's like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool to see. And that's really cool seeing that. And then when you have all this adversity you're going through as well and you persevere, that's yeah. pretty, it's amazing. It's an amazing story, Susie. It's an amazing story. Thank you. We'll get there eventually. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to tell anybody about whether it's Susie's hemp or just a message you want to share with anybody before we close out? Well, just come and check me out. Isn't it? You know, can we have a lot? I mean, I'm still in sort of promotional stage. Like I say, in March, I've been, um, I'm going over to the White Label event. Um, I mean, this is all new for me. I mean, everybody that's in this, John Ray, uh, I like what we, you know, we've just got to try and get the message out there for these people. So um, I'll be going along and hopefully people will see the patches and they'll learn about them and they'll have a look at them and then they'll want to buy them and then they can help all these people, you know, and that would be a dream. And Um, they can can take a look at these things at your website right now, right? Well, no, I've got 
I'm just doing, I'm just tweaking up now. And we've got the all it just I've only done this because my clients needed somewhere to go. I hadn't that's a good, that's a good reason to do it though. <laughs> that's a good reason to do it. <laughs> This is I don't want anybody else. It, it, it's all been done by me and my brother, you see. And we've had a couple, but that's it. And because of my limited time that I've had, and obviously with the school vacations, I have so little time. And I'm like, this is driving me insane. But, um, you know, and I keep up with everybody, but it's it, ready to go. And as soon as that goes, it'll be much easier. Everyone, and I can get back to what I was doing. Um, and, and, you know, just of well, I can't, I can't go too hard on you for not having the website up yet because I have been, I have not done mine yet either. It's just been, it's been a, it's been a, it hasn't been a horrible summer, but it's been a, definitely been a big summer for our family. So I can relate to that. So I won't, I won't, I definitely, I can't, I, I won't go hard on you for that because I don't have mine up either. But when it is up, it's Susie's Hemp, S-U-S-I-E-S-H-E-M-P dot C-O dot U-K. CBD patches. CBD patches. Now, every for the naysayers, hey, if you can get narcotics and opioids in a patch, why not get something from a natural plant first? Why not give that a shot first? Yeah, think that. about it. Think about it, folks. Give the plant a, plant a try first before you go messing with pills and stuff. That's how hard. Ugh. I mean, I've I've seen it, and it's some people they can come right out of it, and some people can. They can use that stuff and put it right back down, and be like done. And other people have chronic pain. And that's, that's when it's chronic daily. And that's when this stuff really has an impact on life. It has an impact on, it can, it can impact people's lives period. But when you're dealing with daily stuff, like what you're dealing with Susie, it can have profound quality of life implications. And I, like, I really, really want to sort of emphasize on the fact that it's, it's not just about attending to the pains and to be about your mental health. Now, if you attend to your mental health, you're able to cope with things so much better. And it has a huge impact on your mental health. You know, stabilizing your mental health, your pain threshold goes down, that pet, the chronic pain goes, you know, you're, 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 you know, so that's the first initial point of call is attending to that. And once you've attended to that, and CBD is absolutely perfect for that. And then you've got all those other areas that come into it. And that's the beauty of it. But essentially, it's about maintaining that. And that's the most important thing. And that's your mental health. So once you've attended to all those things, you're, it's amazing for you. And mark my words. Mark Amen. My Amen. No, I, I'm, already, I'm already in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, Susie. I'm in. Well, thank you very much, Susie B. From Great Britain, Chester, England. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. Our special guest is Susie B. from Great Britain. My name is Miguel Torres, and I'm your host. Love you all.